Hello physiotherapy practice owners. Have you ever wondered with the team of physios and staff that you have, how can you level them up to be a very, very high performing team? If you said yes to that, this is the episode for you. Hello everyone. So welcome to today's episode. It's called building a high performing physiotherapy team. Now, as I mentioned, it's you know, you probably already have a great team or a good team at least, but you might be wondering how do you upskill them? How do you train them and develop them to be an absolute high performing physiotherapy team? So in this episode, what we're going to do is we're going to break it down step by step and have a look at the framework is that exactly as to how to do that. All right. So Firstly, before we do that, let's have a look at some costs. If we don't do that, if we don't upskill and develop our teams into high-performing physiotherapy teams, right? Firstly, one of the biggest things that you can probably imagine or see or even experience at the moment is patient dissatisfaction and inconsistent service. It goes without saying, the, the, a large, large part of the patient outcomes that you are providing to your patients that come into your clinic is heavily dependent on the amount of skill and the, and the level of skill and, and competence of the therapist, right? So if it's not quite up to par, you really risk the patient dissatisfaction and inconsistent service. Decreasing clinic revenue goes without saying, if you have unhappier patients, they're going to come less to you and therefore they're going to refer less to you you're going to have less Google reviews. The competitors are probably going to outshine you in your area because they might have something better in terms of their patient outcomes. So the clinic will decrease in revenue and potentially in the number of people as well, or at least high quality people, right? And obviously a negative spiral of low morale and high turnover. Like I mentioned, you know, if you don't have a high performing team that's doing great things together, that'll have a a bigger, larger effect on the actual team. And you know, if you, if you are in a team where you don't really feel like you are a team of high achievers, providing really high quality level of care, there might be a bit of a disconnect within the team, contributing towards low morale. And you know, obviously it may contribute to higher staff turnover as well, which means a lot more strength for you as a practice owner to hire new staff, train them, spend more time and money on them, et cetera, for the cycle to keep continuing on, right? As I mentioned, the cost of recruitment and training as a result of that as well. So these are some big costs if you really think about it, because the number one thing when it comes to the success of a practice, of your physio practice, is the people, right? How, how elite and how high performing they truly, truly are. Get this not right. These are the things that's, that's, that's at stake. Right, but what about some of the benefits? What are some of the things that could be really, really good? I guess in 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 terms of of having a high performing physiotherapy team. Well, let's go through it. Firstly, you're going to have a cohesive team, and you're going to have a team that's going to be cross collaborating. Um, they're going to be talking a lot, a lot about how the patients are going and how, what kind of help they can get from their colleagues and peers. And as a result of that, you're going to have improved patient outcomes as well, right? You can have this whole nest full of information going in all directions when you're a high-performing physio. And, and if there's a good enough culture within your practice, 
that inflammation will slow off freely, resulting in better patient outcomes and satisfaction levels. Okay, so and, and obviously as a result of that, you have your team performance and clinic reputation, right? As I mentioned, you have a lot of information and 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 help being networked across, and that will show in the clinic reputation as well. If you have a strong team, that will be reflected in the patient outcomes and satisfaction and Google reviews, and therefore a better sentiment for your practice and your staff online, where other people can really see it and more importantly, feel it as well, All right? When you have that, when you have a sense of, when you have high performing staff, you're gonna have a lot of efficiency, like I talked about before, you're gonna have a fairly self-reliant team of physios that are freely engaging within themselves to really improve the standard, the productivity, and obviously it'll have an effect for you as a practice owner in terms of revenue as well, right? The happier your patients are, the better for, for the clinic it is, for, for the staff and obviously for, for your revenue and your growth of obviously revenue and people as well, right? So if you look at all of these things, what this does, is it'll, it'll, it'll add up to create a positive impact on the workplace morale, all right? So the, the staff become even higher performing because they feel like they're part of a, like I mentioned, a high-performing team. And as a result of that, they take a lot of pride and enjoyment in being a part of that team, okay? Which will lead you to reduce staff turnover, all right? Wouldn't that be great if the great staff stayed for much longer, right? So you'll have less staff turnover. And because that's the positive sentiment of your practice, you know, online and things like that, it'll attract higher quality uh, staff as well. So there's some big things that we can really squeeze out of having a high uh, performing physiotherapy team. Okay. So how do you, let's just say that you have a great or good team or at least a team there, physiotherapy team. So what, how do you get them to be a high performing team? Right. So what I've discovered and what I've learned myself in running practices and even this particular um, business that we have, physiomarketing.co, is one of the things for you as a practice owner, essentially the captain of your team, is to figure out the shared vision and the goals, right? And a, a purpose for the practice, right? You've got to be so crystal clear on what you really feel alive by as to what the core purpose of your practices. For example, right, continually raising the bar of patient outcomes, of patient outcomes beyond the standard average out there. Something like that, that really gets you livened up. That's your core purpose. You really need to get that right. Okay, having a clear shared vision and a purpose that all team members know about. Okay, having this single purpose, one thing to focus on makes it very simple very easy, very clear for your staff to know exactly what their goal and role is. Very, very important. Okay. So the power this is the power of the purpose. Really, when you, when you, when you are so clear and so simple and, and so, so concise, I guess, in that sense, it essentially will become the heartbeat of your clinic. It is the sole reason why your practice exists. It is the heartbeat, 
right? And, but it's not good just to, you know, write these things down or even in a board for somebody to see. You've got to really actively, vocally, in a team environment, in a collective sense, really remind your staff as to what this core purpose and this core value really, really are, right? Humans are fickle creatures. So we need to make sure that we are constantly reminding them, all right? Don't get worried about, you know, being repetitive or mundane or sounding like the same thing, like getting it more and more to the point where that they should be able to tell you exactly what the core purpose and core values are word for word at any given moment, not like in, in, in numerical order as well, all right? That's how, that's how memorable and, and it, that's how prominent it should be in their mind. Okay, so you need to repeat it over and over again, okay? And um, like I mentioned, so when you do it, when you do it like this, there's a, there's a few things that happen. When you have a core purpose and, and a set of core values, then this set of rules or mantras or commandments or whatever you want to call it, right, or values and purpose, it becomes a sole way of being. For every decision you make, you and your staff, individually, right? Every, every, everything you say, everything you do, it becomes a core part of everything, right? And, and when you have that sense of clear direction, you're going to make it very, very easy for your staff to know exactly what, easy for your staff to know exactly what their role is, all right? So it'll, it'll take away all the confusion, all the, all the, um, overwhelm, all that kind of things and make it super, super clear. All right. And obviously as a result of that, as I mentioned before, when we do this, right, people will tend to, your staff will tend to have more sense of belonging, purpose, drive and direction. And, you know, your staff retention will go up because they have a purpose and a drive, right? Therefore, all these costs will go down for retraining and things like that. And also, your patient loyalty, right? As I mentioned, doing these things will only improve your patient outcomes, or at least one of the big, biggest things will be improving your patient outcomes. And, and part of that is you're going to have higher patient loyalty. Okay. So the next thing is next bit when it comes to having a high performing team is building safety, trust, and collaboration. Now it's great to have core values and purpose. It is the first thing every practice owner should do. But if you don't have a place that's safe, that is trustworthy and encourages collaboration, you know, they might remember all the core values, but there's no place to practice the core values or, or make them alive, so to speak, right? So it's very, very important you as a leader, you as a practice owner and your leadership team as well, that you really take a lot of careful effort to create a, an environment where it's safe, there's a lot of trust and collaboration within the team. Okay. So what I mean by safety, it's, uh, it's mentioned here is create psychological safety. All right. So they feel safe enough to speak out. They feel safe enough to point things out. All right. Not in a condescending or a, you know, soul crushing way, so to speak but in a way that it is empowering and, and uh, growth oriented, right? They feel safe. They have psychological safety to be themselves and really contribute to the betterment of your own practice. 
That's what it's all about, okay? So this is where strong communication and collaboration becomes a very, very important part, okay? And then, you know, on top of the core values and the purpose, you really got to highlight, you know, these, these things, safety, trust, and collaboration, not just via words, but really through actions as well as to how important they are, that they really are the, the lifeblood of true teamwork, all right? Core purpose, core values, set of rules. Trust, safety, trust, and collaboration is, it's, it's, uh, it's, the, it's the lifeblood or the channel to do the teamwork or the nest to do the teamwork, okay? So when you have these things, you're gonna be developing teams to be a lot more interactive, they're going to be solving problems a lot faster, right? And because of that, they, they have a lot of trust within themselves. They know if they can't quite get something right, and as you know, they will, they will not. There are times where they get things wrong or not right, but they know that they have a, 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 a safety net to rely on, all right? Safety, trust, and collaboration net to rely on to make sure that they can get the help they want, which creates a high-performing team. Okay. Uh, obviously, you know, when you do all these things, what are the benefits? You're going to have better treatment options. You're going to have a practice that becomes super efficient and self-reliant on the staff, right? Um, you're going to take away the work from yourself. The, the staff will manage themselves. You'll have to do, you'll have to input a lot less, freeing up your own time. It's a big thing for practice owners that we speak to. And obviously when you do that, when you have such an ecosystem or, or, a, or, or a place where that kind of growth and collaboration, trust and safety is fostered, you're going to have a practice that is very growth oriented right? for people and for, for revenue as well. All right. And there's going to be more success that comes out of it. Another thing is continuous development. All right. So as you and I know, the, the physio world is always changing. There are new ways to treat, there are new treatment methods, et cetera, et cetera. And we got to keep on top of that. And I know you know this, all right, because we, we all went to university. We know this stuff. And in fact, it's really required for our registration, right? But making a strong stance uh, in doing a continual development really makes sure it gives a good buffer for what we talked about before, the safety, trust, and collaboration for them to rely on that my team is, is up to date with what's going on, okay? I can get help and they are up to date. It'll, it'll help support that even more, okay? So when you do this, when you have an approach like what I just talked about in terms of continuous development and the trust, safety, and collaboration, what you'll find is the staff within your practice will tend to shift their focus right? They'll tend to shift their focus away from the money and the, the wages and things like that. Don't get me wrong. They'll, they'll still find it important, but it'll tend to shift more towards being part of a movement, being part of a purpose and a drive, right? Have, you know, having better patient outcome becomes why they come to work, not for the paycheck. It's a very, very important point. Okay, because what I hear from a lot of practice owners out there is, you know, it, it's very common that firstly, great staff want to leave and it's hard to attract staff and they keep wanting more money, right? But if you really look at it, if you just 
you know, they went to physio, uh, university or college to do physio degree, and they really want to become a physio. So if you, if you give them and if you give a whole lot of ways to really practice that being a physio, keep their focus on them, which is ultimately what they want to do anyway, right? And obviously what, what all of this does is maintain and improve clinical skills. And what I recommend is really when it comes to continuous development, at least every month that you get together as a whole team, all right, you shut down the entire clinic for about 90 minutes and you go through, even if it's case studies, right? Difficult patients, or you can focus on an area of the body, or you can go through a course that somebody did just in the last month. Whatever it is, at least every single month, get the whole team together. And you might wondering, you might be wondering, that's gonna kill a lot of revenue. Yeah, for 90 minutes for a certain amount of time or, or uh, a period, yes. But the benefits of that, remember? You go to the benefits, these are the benefits what we talked about before. More patient outcomes. You're going to have a high quality clinic, higher staff. These are much, much bigger benefits than the 90 minutes that you're going to lose. All right. And ideally what you want to do is every single week. If you're so strong on this and you create that culture that is heavily um, patient outcome focused and, and, and uh, movement and purpose purpose driven, you're going to have a much stronger team. Okay. And then you can have recognition and reward systems as well, because high performing people generally like to be recognized and rewards, right? And there's a concept called edification. Edification is, um, go look it up. I highly recommend you. There's a couple of great podcasts and, um, I guess YouTube videos out there. It's all about publicly praising and acknowledging somebody. All right, obviously publicly meaning in front of a whole group, right? It's very important to do that because that will, doing it in a public sense, will have a lot more weight of the praise rather than one-on-one -on -one private channel, all right? You know, they get to hear all their peers hear the same thing that uh, you may be praising them on. It's very, very example. But when it comes to reward systems, here are some examples, right? Maybe you can do this every month, you know, uh, you know, during an in-service or something, the last part of an in-service, or maybe at the beginning to frame them into a positive state of mind. All right, that, probably you can do that. I would suggest you do that. Right at the beginning of the in-service, you have a look at giving out the awards, right? Um, or maybe it's up to you how you work that. So some examples are patient satisfaction awards. So who had the patient who had the highest level of satisfaction or who had the most Google reviews? right? An award goes to them, right? Team captain award. So who had helped the most number of team members within your team? Who was a mentor effectively to, to your team? Who, who had that uh, the most? And you can have a nomination system for that, right? You know, everyone has to vote for that. Solution wizard. This is where the innovation comes in. So, you know, as, as a leader of, the, of your practice, the owner of it, maybe even your leadership team, you're probably going to hear a lot of innovative solutions or suggestions coming through from your team. So this is a chance for you to really showcase and highlight that and acknowledge them for that publicly for that. These are some of the awards. There are heaps of things you can make up depending on how you want to have your practice go as well. Okay, so let's have a look at some action steps for building a high performance team. So Really have a look at your current team structure in terms of, you know, um, what, what kind of, what kind of upskilling do you really, really need, 
right? And then the most important thing is if you haven't already done so, get really get a core purpose and set a core values to support the core purpose as well, all right? Sit down and really get clear on that. This is the number one thing before you do anything. If you haven't got that, any decision you make after that tends to be a little bit vague, not as clear. So it's very important that we get the vision, purpose, and uh, the core values right, okay? Establish open lines of communication. Encourage collaboration. Encourage um, talking within teams, right? But like I, like I mentioned, the most important part for that to happen is to make sure your team is feeling safe and they, they feel there's trust, they trust the team, they feel safe, and there's, they know there's a sense of collaboration. So maybe it's, you need to work on that one first. If you haven't quite got that right, what we find is that when we work on the safety, trust, and collaboration, the, open, the communication lines open up even more. Okay, as I mentioned, to create a high-performing team and maintain it, right? Continuous development in service every single, at least every month for a whole team uh, for 90 minutes or so, right? Implementer recognitions and awards. It's very, very important as well. So I hope that was useful, right? If you like that, there are heaps more podcasts, articles, things to download, all that kind of things that will really help your physio practice grow. Head to physiomarketing.co. There's plenty of things there. Or if you want to know a bit more about, you know, this particular episode, if you have any questions, queries, feedback, anything like that, put some comments in this. And obviously, we're going to get through to answering them as well. And then, of course, if you want to have a chat with me personally, you should be able to do that on the website as well. Just head to physiomarketing.co. Book a time. Always happy to help you and your clinic grow. Thank you for tuning in. Talk to you soon.